Kevin just put that right on there. Yeah, this is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. We're all gathered around uh, at uh, Common Grounds, and uh, Kevin Gall has just uh, joined us on site. Kevin, it means a lot. You, uh, I really just kind of wanted to get you out of the office today, and I think I've accomplished that. But uh, I appreciate it. You are the director, senior, um, senior associate. Athletic director. Yes, athletic for director for strategy. Yes, and I, uh, you, you're a very strategic person. Uh, I did want to say we just gave away the other, so we, boy, that happened quick today. So appreciate everybody who's listening out there. And that was Garrett Ward, who went to Baylor, and his dad, uh, Kerry Ward, uh, played for the Bears back when. So that was kind of cool because he came in and his dad played with Tom Mickey and Cody Carlson, so mm-hmm. he did not just Google it. Yes. The young man knew, and his mom was a cheerleader at Baylor, Regina Ward. And uh, so anyway, very cool. Uh, you listen to uh, the Matt Mosley Show, you win. Uh, Kevin, and by the way, reach in there and grab yourself uh, some Shorty's Pizza. That is the last thing the listeners need to hear is me scarfing some pizza. No, but I mean, at least, yeah, when you're off the air, you can do that. I'm surprised uh, Simcox has been known. I don't know where he's gone off to, but I was really surprised he didn't just reach in there immediately. Okay, this is a big weekend. Uh, Texas come into town. You know, could be the last time. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. They're going to try. I mean, I know we got to hold their feet to the fire, stay into the bitter end. I just kind of like to see them move on. I mean, it's not. I got a lot of great, t- you know, Longhorn friends and all that kind of stuff. But my whole thing is, when you don't want to, you don't want to be here. Go on. Uh, but I, I want them to pay up. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kevin, this Texas though, you've watched this rivalry over the years. Um, this is this is sort of a, a special thing, and it's it's part of it because. It's just an hour and a half down the road. What do you What do you think we're in for tomorrow? Because I'm I'm really hoping this is the best atmosphere of the season, despite the 11 a.m. start. Yeah, I think it's going to be just a great college football game tomorrow. I think we can even feel it right now, just sitting in the back here at Common Grounds. There's pumpkins, there's breeze. Like it feels like fall. Mm. It feels like college football. Uh, I know uh, I know our our staff's been really pleased with the week that we've had. Um, I know there's a lot of respect for for Coach Sarkeesian, and uh, I think it's I think it's just going to be a great college football game. And I think to your point about the atmosphere, um, you know we've uh, Coach Drew always likes to say you can you can watch a game or you can affect the game, and so I'm really hoping everybody that comes out tomorrow affects the game. Yeah, and and. Boy, Kevin Gall joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. I, I think you're right, and I think this is a, this is a cool moment early in the Aranda era. Uh, Dave had, you know, last year, obviously, there were a lot of weird things that happened. Dave's having a great year. In fact, this is what happens. I think Baylor people, you understand this, Kevin, they're a little shell-shocked because you remember years ago with Art, uh, oh, is he going to go to Texas? We went out to a bowl game. That's all everybody was talking about. Every year it was uh, with rule. Is he going to leave for the NFL? Mm-hmm. Well, but when you're successful, and I, and, and I want you to come at this because you used to be in search, and mm-hmm. you had to, you were part of the group who helped bring Matt Rule here. That's a that's a that's a fascinating world um, that that you were in. But to me, it does seem like Aranda, and I'm not you know asking you to say okay when how long is Aranda going to stay with us. But I do get a sense you've watched people stay and you've watched people leave. I'm getting the sense with Dave Aranda 
that first job, he's obviously having a great season, but that just does not, to me, seem like something that's on his mind constantly is, hey, what's my next job? And part of that is because I think this has become a great job in college in college football. Yeah, no, absolutely. Let me let me cut it, come at that a couple different ways. I think one, um, you know, there's there's been a little bit of a little bit of discussion about, oh, are you worried about coach? You know, and and I would tell you, I'm I'm two plane rides and a bus ride away from worried. Okay, um, so I think because if you listen to coach on Monday talk about how much a fit he is here, and and so if I can take my Baylor administrator hat off and go back to my previous life as uh, a search firm consultant, then you were always looking for, you were always looking to help with that elusive thing called fit. And usually fit comes down, it's multifaceted, but it comes down to relationships, it comes down to alignment, it comes down to a values match. And, you know, Coach Aranda is a great fit here. I think he realizes it. I, I know, I know um, our administration realizes it. And, you know, the reality is, is that the, the other thing that you said, Matt, is this, this, is, a, this is a great college football job. Um, and it's because of the investment that a lot of people have made, um, our administration, our donors, our fans, um, the, the successful coaches that have come before, and and not the least of it, the the, the student athletes we've had, um, you know this is this is not uh, this is not the Baylor of Floyd Casey Stadium, a couple miles off campus. This is a this is a job that, especially if you project into the new version of the Big Twelve, you look and you say, boy, we could be here to stay. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's right. I love I I kind of like. Uh, hearing you come at it from from that direction the uh we're going to have coach taff on later in the program and it's funny to me how sometimes people think thank you for not making me follow him by the way (laughs) people think well if usc and lsu come calling you have to take it i mean there's that thought and it it made me think back to coach taff turned down usc Mm -hmm. coach taff at a time you talk about floyd casey and back then i think we're just calling it baylor stadium I mean, you had to drive out there. The weight room was out there. They almost had to trick recruits. You couldn't really take them to those places. And still, the man felt like he had a mission, and he felt like this was a very special place. And, you know, there was a time he was on the Tech staff, and I think Texas Tech would have maybe had a shot at him early, early in his time, but it became sort of a lifetime commitment with him. We're not there yet with a random. I mean, we're still getting to know each other a little bit, but um, – I, I, it does seem like when you talk about the fit, it seems like it's a tremendous fit. You getting to know him uh, a little bit and being kind of down the hall, what are a couple things that maybe people, he's not the most open people early on, he's, he doesn't come across as particularly outgoing, yet he's kind of funny, he's extremely thoughtful. What, what have been a couple of things that have, uh, that you kind of have admire about uh, Dave Aranda early in his tenure here. Yeah. So you said um, you said a couple things there that I think are you know he's he's certainly there are more outgoing coaches, but um, I think he's very open. He's almost radically transparent in a way, um, which is very refreshing. I think he's um, you know with him st- still waters run deep. Okay. There's there's a lot of 
there's a lot of depth to him. There's a lot of substance to him. To him, there's a lot of genuineness to him. Um, when I was working in the Metroplex previously, one of the guys I got to know really well was a guy named Tom Ziegler, who's the son of the late Zig Ziegler, who was mm-hmm. the great motivational speaker. And Tom had this um, saying in business philosophy that I love, which is, "Different is better than better." And so when you're at a Baylor and, and talking about going against brands like Texas or Oklahoma or whatever, um, we're, we're a lot different institutions than a lot of the ones we play. We're not going to be a better version of the history of the Oklahoma program or the history of the Alabama program. Scott Drew, you know, you're not going to be a better version of the history of the Kansas program. What, we, what, what Scott built is a different version. What Dabo built at Clemson was a different version. And in that distinction – um, served as a magnet. It was very attractive to people because it wasn't it wasn't what you heard from everybody else. And I think Coach Aranda is well on his way to building something like that right here. I like that. I was by the way, I was looking up. Uh, I was not distracted. I was looking up your Twitter handle, and I like your Twitter handle because you like include your your kids. I'm even seeing now. What was this? Is this a, is this a goal family picture back like way back in the day that I'm looking at? Yeah. So my my first. That's a picture of me and my siblings in, in Braves gear. My my first <laughs> my first sports memories were my, my dad taking me to Fulton County Stadium to watch Dale Murphy play in the late '80s with the Braves with probably about 2,100 other people. And we moved away, Matt. You'll like this. We moved away the summer of '91, which was their first division title in that in that string of 15 or so. And so. Um, so I've, I've always been a Braves fan because that's kind of one of my first sports memories. And then you remember they're on the Superstation, so you could yeah. you could watch them anywhere. And with Smoltz and Maddox and Glavin, if you if you know thirteen year old kid, you turn on the Braves game one night, you know random night in the summer, you got a sixty percent chance of watching a Hall of Famer pitch. I don't know. I don't know that we'll ever see that again. Yeah, you bring. I, I start thinking about some of those memories, and I think Sid Bream was one of my favorite uh, players for the Pirates. And then he goes to the the Braves, and he scored a famous run in those 91 playoffs. 92. And I was 92 playoffs. Okay. I was down here at Baylor as a student, <laughs> and it's just still – I was a big Pirates fan. Uh, you can follow Kevin at uh, – I wish you'd just – okay, K, at KG at BU. Yep. So when you got this big job, this athletics chief strategy officer at Baylor, you even changed your your Twitter handle here. But I, yeah, gotta I be, think got to be on brand. I think people, I, I like this one too. You you said last Saturday when we had a rare day off, your you showed a picture of your GPS taking you to McLean Stadium. Yep. <laughs> yep. By the way, uh, Drayton McLean um, uh, sends word that Baylor he's got a thirty-one twenty-one victory for the Bears. From from Drayton's lips to God's ears. Okay, so I, he wanted me to put that out there. And Dray, this is we'll Drayton's favorite show, and uh, I think he told me that one time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to kind of go with that. Uh, we are talking to uh, Kevin Gold now. Kevin, you having done all these searches and and helped hire coaches, and you empower, you bring information to people. That's what you used to do, and you still do it in in your new role. This this Texas Tech one is is fascinating to me. Um, uh, Jeff Trailer's name has come up. He's at UTSA and um, also, obviously, Sonny Dykes because of his name and because of the great job he's done at SMU. Do you think that – I mean, first of all, you know that athletic director and you know the pressure on these ADs. He doesn't get – you don't get to – you don't have a lot of, like, downers at the football position. You you might get away with one rough hire – 
you don't get like two or three. So this is going to be – I'm really, really interested in this one. Do you think one of those two guys I mentioned, or maybe even somebody else, it, it takes a special person to do that job in Lubbock? And I think you've helped hire people in Lubbock before. Do you think it could be – you think it, one of those two names is a great place to start, or do you think it ends up somewhere else? Uh, just uh, – I personally had never never done any work for Texas Tech, but I got a lot of respect for Kirby Hokut. He's a really good athletic director. I know I know they they haven't gotten football quite to where they wanted, but I was thinking about this when that job opened. Um, the coaching, the level of coaching in the Big Twelve for football is really really strong. Like you think about, there's three programs in the Big Twelve: um, TCU, Iowa State, and um, TCU, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State that have, you know, Gary Patterson, Matt Campbell, Mike Gundy, who are inarguably the three best coaches in program history. So a 30-year league already has the best coaches, currently have the best coaches they've ever had in program history. I think everyone would agree um, Neil Brown and Chris Kleiman are great coaches. Um, and even just taking us out of it and putting Coach Aranda aside and, and how, how well we think of him. And then, and then you've got – Texas and Oklahoma, the, the, the teams coming into the league are having a lot of success. And I say all that to say that winning is really hard. And we talked about Baylor becoming a better job. It's because of that alignment and that investment that, that it's been able to occur. And so I think I look at the, the Texas Tech opening, and I, I, I look at the rest of the league, and I, I just think about how hard it is to win and how appreciative I think um, our fans ought to be that um, we've been able to kind of get that formula right a few times in a row, and uh, and Mac Rhodes making two spectacular hires, and the two football hires here, um, because it's not easy. I mean, you just look at the rest of the league and you think, boy, it's it's hard to count to six, let alone eight, nine, or ten. Are you counting yourself as one of those great hires that that Mac made? Like, is that is that um, <laughs> one of the one of the two? I was really I was thinking about some of the. I'd like to put you. I'd like to put you in there. Yeah, I, th- I I think I'm gonna need to actually like complete a year first and and remember exactly how to do my expense reports and where the bathroom is before we can we before we can we, before the jury's are, back on me. Are all your projects secret right now? Is there anything like? Could you tell me off air in a second? Let's turn this down real quick. Where like the the arena is gonna be? Whether it'll be on campus or. Or in town. I mean, this would be a good time, I think, to release that type of news. <laughs> Unfortunately, I guess we have to have, like, the Board of Regents might need to be involved in all of that. But uh, what is the latest uh, project you've been on that I think, you can tell us about? Yeah, one, one of the things we've been talking about is, is this Supreme Court case, the Alston case, um, about more uh, educational-related benefits and academic awards that student, elig- uh, student athletes are eligible for. And really sort of uh, that was – it went from the Supreme Court down to you really didn't get a ton of – the NCAA kind of left it a little open-ended, so it's gone down to the conference level. There's been some decisions at the Big 12 level, and there's some autonomy for us to kind of figure out the best way to handle it. So there's there's that. And then there's really looking, Matt, at this this runway of um, July 1, 2025 – whoever's in and out of our league at that point, it'll be really the start of the new Big 12. And thinking about what what we can do right now, um, we've got this three-and-a-half-year runway to be able to, to, to get a lot of things done to situate ourselves to be uh, a really incumbent power in the new Big 12 and uh, a place that, that um, is 
consistent in our in, consistent in, in in all all four phases of, of what Mac wants to do in preparing champions for life. Consistently winning championships, and then producing um, great people, achieving academically, and then and then um, leading out in the space spiritually as well. Man, that's a lot. That's a lot, man. That's a that's a that makes for a busy day. Um, before you go out to the office, please take a slice of pizza from Shorty's Pizza really? Shack. Really pushing the shorties, but I will say I, 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 I will say this: I'm, I'm going to eat later at the the Hall of Fame induction banquet tonight. But but shorties is legit. I, I will I, I will put in a good word for shorties. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, place, ma- they make a good pie. If they sell it by the slice, it's for me. We are at Common Grounds, Kevin. Thank you. Yep. Thank I you, Matt. Great it. to see you, Kevin Gall. Uh, great to see you. Headed over to the athletics, the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, a new class, and I think maybe Brad Gable's going in the. Uh, Former Baylor quarterback, 